hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. I do like these glasses. They make a nice bong. Mm-hmm. Our spotty glasses. But uh, our, ch- our church bell glasses. How have your two weeks been? Oh, good. It's been a wild two weeks. Through, through the magic of uh, podcasting. <laughs> yeah, so we recorded two in one week and then... And then we took like... A week kind off. of a full week off. I mean, not off in our regular lives. But... Oh gosh, no! That's why we had to do two podcasts in a week. Yes, yes. So uh, good. It's been wild. It's good. Uh, we had our anniversary. Yay! Happy anniversary! Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, You're as lovely as the day I married you. That is true. Facts. Those are facts. Yeah. Um, but Adam planned a little getaway for us, mm-hmm. and it was delightful. Uh, I was like, I don't care what we do, but I'm not planning any fucking thing. Like, yeah, which is pretty much your plan for a lot of our lives. Is like, hey, 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 what are we gonna do about this? Like, I don't know. I'm spent. Like, I cannot make any more decisions about anything ever. Right. But so they all fall to me, who mm-hmm. also also is maybe a little burnt out on a little burnt out on decision making. But you know, if I wanted, if I know it's good for me, I'll make some. So we went out to Hocking Hills. Right. It's a delightful part of Ohio that's almost other parts of Ohio, so it's hilly. Yeah. So it was nice. We took some hikes. We hung out in a hot tub a lot. Those are like my only two things that we did, and that was great. Yeah. You you we were in charge to, of the food. We went out to dinner at a tapas restaurant. We had... Yes. For Spanish Spanish uh, tiny plates. T-A-P-A-S. For those people who think I said topless. No. Uh, no. Top S. Tapas. Tapas. So, it was good, and then, uh, yeah, I made dinner for us one night while we were there, mm-hmm. and then we came yeah. home. We didn't really stay that long. We were, you know, it was a, it was a quick little... Uh, Jaunt. Yes. Because I had to go to my board game convention <laughs> right after our anniversary. Yes. Oh. And it was board games. And I it was, was ho- so much fun. I was home alone for, like, the first time since 2016. It is your... <laughs> that is its own reward. It was amazing. I went to work... I only uh, had to care about myself, and I revert to a frat boy so quickly. Oh, yeah. Like, I am eating mac and cheese out of the pan with a wooden spoon while watching mm. Netflix. Like... Instant. Yeah. Like, that. The, like my family has been gone for an hour. Like, that's yeah. what I'm doing. Uh, we also... Uh, I tend to laugh, because whenever Lisa leaves and I'm alone, she comes home, and I've, like... Mop the floors and like right, clean the, the kitchen, clean. the bathroom. I reorganized our spices. I'm like, uh, was another thing needed? I didn't do any of those things, but that sounds great. No, our house <laughs> is a disaster right now. <laughs> it so, is because I have not really been in it for the last week and a half. Right. So. Yep, and I have some high chaos threshold. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're having company this weekend. So like, we got to go shit together. We, we got to buckle fast. down. We got to buckle down. So. And we will. And we will. 
I'm confident in us. I, I believe in us. But I'm also busy tomorrow evening, so that's not boding well. No. No. So. And they're here the next day. So. Mm-hmm. Buckle up, Buttercup. We gotta get some shit done. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be it's always fine. Is it, it? I mean... Might I make our daughter pay for a hotel for my brother? I might. Because <laughs> <laughs> she can't get her room together. Because she can't get her room together. Might I just take my laptop, sit in her room, and type while she does her shit tomorrow? Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I might. Because I got some shit I can do. hmm With eyes on her. Yeah. Just bark up in the corner and make her do her stuff. I like it. Um, so that's good. But yeah, it was good. We did that. My board game venture was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I played 16 board games over the course of... Right. A lot days. of these are not short. A no. lot of these are like, you know, a full two or three hour. One of them literally had a time limit of three hours. Mm-hmm. And At I three think, hours, you were done. <laughs> yeah, that was the challenge. And I we used every minute of it. So it was... That was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. Arkham Horror in massive multiplayer mode mm-hmm. is just yeah it's, it sounded very cool it sounded yeah. very cool yeah so it was fun i'm glad i'm glad you got you i i could do a whole podcast about the details of that but i'm not gonna go like i could no, just keep going we don't, we down don't need to weeds. get we don't need to get too in the weeds about uh adam's hobbies but suffice it to say i had a lot of fun mm-hmm. i won of the 16 games i played Two solo victories. Okay. And two group victories. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. Not terrible. Just over 20, just at 25%. But you're playing with like five people usually. Like. Four. Four four. people. And, um, I play with like hardcore gamers who like really look at the game and figure it out. So when there's four of us and I win 25% of the time. I'm hanging bad. out. I feel good. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm hanging in there. So, mm-hmm. actually, if you look at it, it, was of the I think it was 14 games that there weren't shared victory or no, 13 games kind of there team. were not shared victories. I won twice. So it's like blah, that's not as good. That's not great. I mean, that's why they keep you around. It's yeah. Because you're good enough to like be fun to beat. Because you don't want to be like. Oh, I was always like second or third. Right. I you think don't there be were a like few a games. Babe in the I had a couple games I came in dead last, but I was mm-hmm. usually in the middle of the pack, mm-hmm. which I take. I, I I'm good with. So that was fun, and then like this week's been crazy. I came back on Sunday. Immediately had to go to my grandmother's birthday party. I came home the next day. I had like all kinds of Cub Scout shit I had to get done. Yes. Then the next day I took. Our two eldest and two of their friends to our local amusement park. Right. This was supposed to be their pandemic birthday that got canceled like four times already. And now they're having birthday all together like yeah. the day before school starts. And you're like, sorry, we're out of time. So <laughs> went there. That was yesterday was actually a lot of fun. So uh, me and these four kids show up and they immediately abandoned me. Bye but bye. I had arranged for my brother-in-law to be there, who's like my best friend. So like we're hanging out. And having a good time. You got to, like, hang out with a grown-up. Yeah, and we goofed off and just rode some roller coasters and didn't have to worry about, like, where are our other children. And then he had to leave for the afternoon because he had, you know, like, dad shit to do. Right, right. He does He does have to be a dad. And so he, he went home, and I was there by myself in Kings Island, and I'm just looking around. I'm like, I can write anything I want? 
Like so weird. So weird. So weird. I can get all the pop I want. Like when my, we have the drink plan. So like every fifteen <laughs> minutes I can get a pop. I drank. I you're think so wired. I had like eight or ten pops. Did, were you able to sleep? They were all decaf. I know, but even that's still a lot, still of, a lot sugar. of sugar. No, still it's a lot fine. of sugar. I was exhausted when I came home. You're like I walked like fifteen miles. So. It was eight actually, eight. to be precise. It was seven point nine eight miles. Okay, okay, not bad. According not to bad. my Apple Watch. Um. Uh, so like, yeah. I mean, I was, I was beat when I got home. So I, I pretty much fell asleep. But yeah, it was really fun. We wrote. I wrote every roller coaster. A, well, every adult roller coaster. Right, not the not the little kid ones. Not the ones I feel weird going on as just By a yourself? single dude. Yeah, yeah, with no like child, you're like I'm I'm a creeper. Yeah, it seems really weird. Like I just kind of avoid that whole like as a mm-hmm. single male, I avoid the whole kitty land area. Right. Because it just it. Right, unless you have your children with you, then yeah, you don't need to be there. Well, and like I had four junior high kids that I brought with me. Right, who immediately were like, bye. And I'm like, that's fine. You're you're fine. And every so often I would spot them or walk by them. Oh, yeah. Spoiler, I have their phone on, like, and their what? watch yeah. on. They're low-jacked. They're it'll low-jacked. Be, it'll be fine. So I can serendipitously and accidentally run across their path all day. And be like, oh, hey, guys, how's hey, it going? how's it going? Did everybody, everybody eat lunch? Yeah. yeah. You guys drinking water? Okay, great. Cool. Have fun. And then just go off the other direction. Right. And I've done my check-in, I've done my spotting, and I'm a much more of an attentive parent than my parents ever were when they dropped us <laughs> off at Kids Island. They're like, I'm not even going to be in the state. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll pick You're you on up. your own. We'll pick you up at 10 o'clock. Yeah. It, 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 Josh's mom will pick you up, I think. Yeah, we think. So it was... Yes. Fine. But that was really fun. And then today... Uh, we were doing parking at the Dragons game, which mm-hmm. we made four hundred dollars between the two of us parking uh, cars. Yeah, it's a it's a fundraiser for our our right. kids scouts, so it's not we didn't make, we didn't get cash. we didn't make that money. <laughs> it, it went to um to our scout account, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine, and um, it it went into the accounts, and it'll be. Mm-hmm. Good. I don't have to pay for anything for our youngest child ever again. Yes. In fact, for scouts, it might end up being some pretty significant donations at the end of, like, when we age mm-hmm. out. If I can't figure out how to, I think you could transfer it. I think I could transfer it to another one of our kids. I think there's yeah. a mechanism for that. If not, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. No worries. But uh, yeah. So, but in the middle of all that, somehow we managed to watch we a movie. Did we watched a movie? We had some very late nights, um, but we watched a movie. We watched Lightyear. Yeah. So this movie in the title crawl bills itself as the movie Andy from Toy Story. Toy Story in 1995. This was his favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why he got a Buzz Lightyear for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, that is the inciting incident of mm-hmm. the entire multi-movie Toy Story, Story franchise. Yes. Um, one thing to note, um, Lightyear in this movie, not voiced by Tim Allen. No, not voiced by Tim Allen. Who's getting a little older. Also, this is the movie. Yeah. So, like, I guess, theoretically, he, you know, like, whoever recorded the voice box for Buzz Lightyear Mm -hmm. was not necessarily the person that starred in the movie. It was not the face. Yeah. 
for the movie. And that, that happens all the time. Oh, yeah. Where Tom Hanks is like, I'm not doing this. Call my brother. Yeah, like, literally all of the, like, there's a snake in my boot, like, audio clips in the toys were recorded by Tom Hanks' brother. Right. And so, like, that happens. <laughs> in this franchise. In this franchise. So, like, it's, no, this no, is probably. not that big of a stretch. So, uh, we start the movie on this ship. Which is just this giant... Yeah, a big, a big like, sweeping spaceship, like, epic... It's a giant colony ship, is what mm-hmm. it appears to be. They're going out to set up a colony or something. And it's an uncharted space. Ooh. And There's a secret fast. mission in, in uncharted space. Yeah. And, um... They do a good job using all of the lines of Buzz's voice box... Yeah. ...in this movie. Right. So, they find a new planet... Mm-hmm. And they swerve by, and first person off the plane is Buzz Lightyear. It's Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Does it, he has, like, a team. Well, he goes down. Like, first you just see Buzz. Like, you only see mm. Buzz, and he's going down exploring, and he's like, terrain seems a bit unstable. No readout. Uh, the air is breathable. No mm-hmm. signs of intelligent life anywhere. Right, which are all of his first lines of Toy Story. Right. Where he's, like, jumping on the bed, and... And he, like, comes around a corner, and he's like, oh my gosh, because there's another space mm-hmm. ranger there. It's Commander Hawthorne. Right, and she's like, are you narrating again? He's like, I like narrating. It, like, makes me, like, focus or whatever. And he's like, but who who are, who are you even talking to? He's <laughs> like, I don't know, like, future me or something? I don't know, someone's gonna need this data Someone's for gonna later. need these logs. She's like, buddy, no, no one's looking at those logs. Nobody, nobody cares. Um... And as they start kind of, like, bushwhacking through this planet that's overgrown with vines, those vines, like, attack the ship, start wrapping around the landing leg mm-hmm. things and pulling it down. Uh, also, they introduce the rookie. Right. Whose name is... I literally didn't even try. Featherington for, like... Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. And that's the joke. Like, nobody can pronounce it. No, but, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're gonna die of a terrible... Uh, and so as Buzz is meeting him, he's like goes off of this monologue on what it means to be a space ranger. And Hawthorne literally hits play on her like space shoot to play mm-hmm. like dramatic music over it. And so it kind of feels like he's doing this monologue and the ma- music's swelling in the background. He's like, knock that shit off, Hawthorne. And she's like, I couldn't resist. You're uh, right. You're so cheesy. It's so over the top. And he's like, okay, whatever. Well, Let's see what we need to do. And he turns around to talk to Hawthorne, and the vines grab the rookie. And suck him away. Suck him away. And then they figure out, like, oh, oh shit. No. And then there's, like, giant insect bug things that start to attack him. There are a lot of the right. bugs like, from Not only uh, is this planet, like, not necessarily super inhabitable, it is downright hostile. Like, right. this is not going to be the best place to form our little moon colony or whatever. We gotta get out of here. So they, I, we're not even gonna wake up the science crew. Like, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That's rule one. Yeah. So they start hightailing it back to the ship, bushwhacking their way, cutting down vines that are trying to attack them, looking for rookie mm-hmm. who has been like carried away. And then they like get to the ship, and when they look outside, they can see the rookie, and Buzz is like, "Fuck, I gotta go get that kid." No, like, I gotta go save him since I can see him. So he goes out to fight it. It's a it's a near thing, but they both get back into the ship. Right. Um and 
Hawthorne is like re I get the ship was like slightly damaged and she was like I can reroute the like circuits or whatever. Right, yeah. So she's down in engineering playing Scotty. Right. And Buzz goes up to the bridge to play Kirk or Sulu or he's going to pilot. Right. He's going to fly the the ship. And so they take off and the worker's like, "Can I help?" And he's like, "No, you can't fucking help." He's like, but I think we're going to, like, hit that cliff. He's like, we're not going to hit the cliff. Trust me, we're not going to hit the... They hit the cliff. They hit the cliff. It uh, damages the ship bad enough that they can't fly away. It damages their, like, crystal. Something yeah. crystal inside. The mm-hmm. the crystal that makes them hyper jump space. Yeah, the hyper crystal. Hyper crystal. Damages the hyper crystal, which is, like, the one critical part of the ship, and now they're stuck yeah. forever. I feel like maybe they should have been carrying a couple spares. Right. Or maybe have, like, more robust crystal holders. Yeah. You know, like, have it be, like, way deep in the interior of the ship. But it was, like, no, it was, like, all the way to the edge. Yeah, just, like, right <laughs> in out In a fucking, like, Coke can. Like, it was it was a really small amount of uh, force that caused irreplicable so, damage. Also, in their defense... Um, these things explode every so often. Oh, so I that's think why they want it at the edge. Maybe having it, yeah, but easily ejectable like is a two plan. or three. Like, yeah, have some more than one, systems. more than one for sure. So, um, Buzz tries to court martial himself, but Hawthorne's like, "I'm not accepting this." Right, like, you made a mistake. People make mistakes. It's fine as long as we learn from them and grow and keep moving forward. We'll be okay. He's like, but. Like, I ruined the mission. I put everybody's lives in danger. She's like, yeah, with a mistake. It's not like you intentionally wrecked the ship. Right, and you know who else put everyone's lives in danger? Like, Command, who told us to land on this godforsaken planet. (laughs) Like, Like, there's a whole cascading system of bad decisions. Just because you were the last bad decision doesn't mean you were the only bad decision. So, like, buck up. I need a pilot. I need a space ranger. We're going to make the best of the shitty situation we're in Mm -hmm. let's do this so fast forward a year they've made a new crystal right they spent a year uh remaking the crystal mining resources setting up the manufacturing process Mm -hmm. doing some experimental shit and it's ready for a test flight they've built a ship like a little Mm -hmm. fighter looking thing and they're ready to go. They're still having huge bug vine problems where, like, vines keep snagging, like, right, where tech a hu- crew. Where a huge amount of their resources are just spent on, like, maintenance of uh, yeah their their place that they're living in. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the one tech is like, yeah, the, the vines are getting a little frisky today. Like, but it's all right. We got it. And then he gets yanked out of frame with, mm-hmm. like, vines around his ankles. Right, but then you, then you see him, like, have a, a sword and cut the vines and, like, walk off. Dude, like, everyone's gotten used to it. They, yeah. like, all shake it off. Yeah, it's just fine. This is what they do. Uh, so they set up Buzz for his flight. It's going to be a four-minute flight. Mm-hmm. He's going to go around, basically, I think, the sun of this planet and back. Right. There and back. Just to prove that you can get into hyperspace and back, and then we'll go from there. So uh, he gets up there. Punches it, um, turns on the autopilot, and it doesn't work, so he's like, ah, fuck it. Pulls it out, blows the contacts like an NES cartridge, and sticks it back in. Right. He's like, and he is real down on autopilots. This whole, this whole movie. He's like, autopilots never work, you know, like, blah, 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 human engineering, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, 
punches it, gets it up to like 0.8 C, which mm-hmm. to be fair is a appreciable fraction of C. Right. Speed of light. Uh, and then the fuel just kind of explodes. Right. And then he has to crash back down. Crash landing. Yeah. Well, even while he's in the air, he's like, the autopilot's trying to figure out situa- solutions to the problem. He's like, I can't. I We're, we're all dead. Sorry. Right. And Buzz is like, nope. Eject the fuel. Use the explosion to bounce us back into course. And then we'll make it through the rings and we'll slow down and then we'll be able to land. Mm-hmm. Which is, to his credit, it works. It like, works. Like, it's a ballsy is, move. He is a ballsy uh, guy, but, you know, he's always getting out of scrapes. He's, so he, a, he's a getting out of scrapes guy. Yeah, and so he lands on the runway, and everybody, like, all these vehicles drive out to intercept him, and they get there, and they're like, holy shit, you, you're you not dead. And he's like, yeah, it was a near thing, but, you know, I was only gone for, wait, when did you grow a beard? Because the tech guy has a beard now. He's like, oh, yeah, you like it? Yeah, like like, two years ago. (laughs) And the puzzle's like, wait, what? What? Like, you've been gone for four years. Yeah, so the closer you get to light speed, Mm -hmm. the more... Without without getting to it and over it. Uh, I think it counts if you get over it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you lose time. So he was gone to him for four minutes. To them, it was four years. Years. years time dilation time dilation so how do they travel in hyper speed without time dilation in other places how does it work they don't they don't that's the thing like they're always leaving a planet they're always leaving and they're not coming back like mm-hmm. i don't know if that I, I think there's a little minute of them realizing like wait so we've been traveling at hyperspeed for like Six months to get here, which right. means... everyone we know on Earth is dead. Yeah. Earth might be completely obliterated by its sun by now. Like, holy shit. Like, this wasn't cool. Right. Or maybe hyperspeed, like, if you cross sea, it does work. Maybe you're maybe. right. Maybe. Maybe if you get to sea, there's no time dilation. I don't know. If you're a theoretical physicist and you're listening to this podcast and you can explain to me what how happens. this works, that would be great. Um... Because I do not know. Faster than light doesn't work. <laughs> but all of this is made up. <laughs> right. So therefore, who the hell knows? So um, they find out, uh, he, he kind of comes back and he catches up with everybody. He finds out Hawthorne has mm-hmm. met someone and is engaged. Right. And immediately he's like, oh, who's the lucky girl? Like, so uh, either First off, this is a universe where no one needs to be out. And everyone's sexuality is just, like, accepted. Right. Um, Which is the best case scenario. Uh, But second best, like, she is out and that is not a big deal. You know? Like, he automatically knows that if she is engaged to someone, she is engaged to another she. Like, and it is the lowest stakes, like, maybe not. The... High stakes, low drama, low uh, angst. Yeah. There's no angst. Like, it is just like, like, oh, you're engaged to a girl. Right. That means, obviously, Buzz is, it means nothing to Buzz because, first off, Hawthorne was never his potential romantic partner. Mm -hmm. In fact, to the credit of everyone in this film, he has no potential romantic partners. Yes. It's not played that way for anyone. Which which, is good. Gosh, that's refreshing. It's very nice. Like, it's very nice. Nobody, I mean, other than Hawthorne, 
that's mm-hmm. really the only romantic connection you see. Right, right. Where she, you know, it's like, oh, I met someone. And it's like, and I would have never met, uh, you know, oh, yeah, they're in the science corps or whatever. And I would have never met them if we weren't marooned here on this island. You know, like. Yep. I Like, it, you know, that's a, that's a big silver lining in my life. Also, Hawthorne is very resistant to Fuzz continuing his testing. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is like, I lost you for four years. I grieved you. I missed you. Yeah, you're I my was, friend. Like, like I would, I mean, there's a four-year gap I got to fill you in on. But like, if you're here with me, I can fill you in and we can start from here. Right. And you can be part of my life again. Yeah. And, but Buzz is like, no, we, I have a mission. My mission is to get this crew back. I need to do it. There's a little tension there. Right, right. And um, part of it is like, I don't want to give you up as my friend. And part of it is like, do you understand what you were giving up? Like, if we just keep doing this till you get it right, you're going to run until everyone you love is dead. Yeah, like, I Hawthorne stood still for four years Mm -hmm. and met an amazing woman who she's now engaged to, who, like, like, her life is, she had a life. Yeah. It's not that this was a penalty or a stop or a, a problem. This was just life. And he's like, she's like, maybe you just need to slow down and be here with us and mm-hmm. like be a ranger. That's cool. Like we need rangers, but like don't throw your life away from right. my perspective. Right. And tr- trying to chase this mission that like, people who didn't have to do the job designed for us you know like yeah and he's like okay but he's just like but i got a mission so he leaves and he goes to his room and this is where we're introduced to the cat socks 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 is a a a robotic uh feline companion think like a really but very smart like an artificially intelligent furby Mm mm-hmm in a sock in like a sock cat kind of body like yes it's a red cat and it's kind of a therapy animal that's supposed to help him talk through his issues and like figure shit out but also it's kind of like not right great. it's kind of badass so you know it's got a lot going on it's got a lot going on um and he's like he's like how can i help you adjust to society and it's like you can figure out this fuel cell shit and he's like, hmm, this is an interesting problem. <laughs> I will work on it. Right. Also, like, how are you feeling? And so Buzz goes to sleep. He dreams of the crash and wakes up. And the guy's like, you want to talk about it? He's like, fuck no. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, I'm not going to get up. on a plane. He's like, I can't give up my mission to help you. And Buzz is like, well, I can't give up my mission to help these people. And they're like, hmm. Okay, well, we seem at an impasse. But, like, I'll do my shit. You do your shit. Cool? Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, All right. So Buzz gets out on a ship. Tries again. Lands four years later. Now Hawthorne's pregnant. Yes. And then does it again. And mm-hmm. Hawthorne has and a it's like kid. a three-year-old. Yeah, and it just jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps. And everyone keeps getting older except... Except for Buzz. Buzz. And then finally he jumps and Hawthorne's just not there. Her office is empty. Mm-hmm. And... There's just, like, a little video projector on the desk where he used to meet her. But, yeah, it's totally empty. And so he pushes the button, and there's a video that plays. And um, she's like, well, I guess this is my last message. The last time was it. Right, right. You're you're going to be around in another two or three years, but I won't. Uh, I'm old. And, like, I, li- and I lived a great life. Like, 
I'm so proud of my right. son. I met, I met the love of my life. I had an amazing son. I have an amazing granddaughter. This is Izzy. And Izzy, like, climbs up into the things like, hey, what you doing, Grandma? It's like, oh, I'm leaving a message for my friend Buzz. She's like, that's does, great. Can we also play Pictionary? And, like, kind of, you know. Yeah, like a kid would understand the situation. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. yeah. She's like, my only regret is that you, like, weren't here with me for this. Like, mm-hmm. You didn't get to live life like any of us. And so, you know. Sorry, but, you know, you made your choices and I made mine and I think I made the better choice. Well, but, like, there's not there's not judgment there. It's just, like, you did what you had to do and I did what I had to do. Um, and I'm just sad we couldn't do it together. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, more like that. That seems a good way to put it. And so... He's kind of dealing with that. He runs over and picks up a photo of the two of them together. And it's, you know, really... a All the feels. All the feels. All the fucking Pixar feels in the first five <laughs> minutes, man. What the hell? I mean, it was longer than Up. It was like... Oh, Up was just like a baseball bat to the back <laughs> of the skull. Like, first ten minutes, you're like, oh, oh my this one God. was at least like a 30-minute Holy uh, shit. Are we setup. talking about miscarriage in the first 30, in the opening credits? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes, we are. We definitely are. Uh, but no, this one wasn't quite that hit. Mm-hmm. But it was still nice. I mean, it was still a lot. And right when you're recovering from that, Cal Burnside walks in. Right, he's the n- new uh, commander. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, I thought you might be here. Like, here's the deal. Uh, you're never going to space again. We're, we're not doing that anymore. We are, we are shifting our priorities. Uh, we have lived here now for like 40 years. Yeah. Probably longer. This is home now. Yeah. Like, this is what people, when we talk about home, this is what we talk about. We have a whole generation who who have been born on this land. Well, not only that, they have a generation that was born on this land, and then another generation that mm-hmm. was born on this land. Like, I think he is, if not a really late second gen, he's he's, er- he's, he's early third. Yeah. Um. So... You know, this is home to him. He's not making a rational choice. Sure, it's a hostile planet. Sure, it's not the best place. But it's the place no, but, he knows. But we don't have the resources to get out. And if we uh, pivot our resources to protecting what we have, we can, you know, like, we we can stabilize what we have. We don't have to spend so much time fighting. Um, and, and then maybe, and then maybe we'll go to space some other time. And honestly, strategically, it's not a terrible choice. Right. Um, so so he's, he's like, you know what? We're going to do a giant laser, laser wall. Shield. Laser shield wall to keep out all the bugs. Yeah. And and vines. And mm-hmm. we'll be fine. We can just lock ourselves in here and be safe. And then, like, lick our wounds and figure out a forward. Right. And then once we're stable, we're not fighting a two-front war. We can yeah. uh, really push forward with the science. If we want to. If we want to. But if we decide that this is good enough, then this is good enough. Like, if we just progressively extend our laser shield and, like, slowly but surely eradicate different, you know, bigger and bigger chunks of the planet, we could do that, too. And then we could just colonize the whole planet. Right. We have options. You know, if we wanted to, it's out there. We got it. Uh, but long short, um, Buzz, you're not. The, the fuel program scrapped. Right. You're never going to space again. So Buzz heads back to his quarters, which were across from Hawthorne's, but no mm-hmm. longer are. So he's got feels. Yes. And um, the cat's there. And the cat's like, oh, hey, Buzz, how are you? And he's like, oh, yeah, no. He's like, good I've news. i better days. Good news. I solved the fuel problem. I think I know how to do it. And he's like, wait, what? 
He's like, yeah, it only took me 62 years to figure it out. It was a real, it was a real puzzle. And at that point, the security shows up outside and like, hey, we uh, need your cat back. We need to decommission your cat. And he's like, uh, and the cat's like, oh, that's fine. That's my mission. He's like, no, they're gonna like kill you. And he's like, oh, yeah, not cool with that. I don't. I don't want to die. Is this is this when he shoots? No, well, close to it. Okay. So they jump out of a window and they go on the lamb and the security's like, uh, Lightyear and the cat just, like, escaped. We were not ready for that. And so they're making their way towards one of the ships. Or actually the, the fuel research station or whatever. It's like a slushy machine. It really is. But they come up on this elevator after they make their fuel slushy that looks promising and rainbow. Mm-hmm. And when they get back, um, this is when they're, like, going out to the ship. And the cat's kind of like, I'm not sure about this. And Buzz is like, they were going to kill you. And he's like, oh. And then they see a guard. And the guard's like, hey, I spotted them. And goes to reach for his radio. radio and that's when the cat, like, hawks up a hairball. Yes. And he shoots, uh, like, tasers. It's I think it's a trank dart. Or a trank dart. Is it out of his eyes? Or is it a hairball? I think it's out of his mouth. Okay. And he's like. I just got you five minutes. He's like, was that for me? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I bought you five minutes. <laughs> like five minutes. Just, just take what you got. So um, they get to the the fuel place. They make the slushy machine. Mm-hmm. Like It's like 20% this, 30% that, 40% that. Now put it in the thing. And it like lights up. It glows. Uh, and then something happens where they break the uh, the special recipe. Right. They've got so they can computer. only make one crystal. Yeah, they got a computer, and, like, they had to, like, quick, get down! Because, like, bad guys are coming, and it crushes the computer, and the cat's like, "Oh, that was my recipe! It's like, shut up. So, they have to take this one crystal, put it in the ship. Mm-hmm. And see if it works. And see if it works. So, they get it ready, they get spotted, the rangers are trying to stop him, the Zap Patrol, who are like, stop, 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 running after him, uh, get, you know, the commander sends them to stop him. But he manages to launch the ship, punches it, gets to 100% hyperspeed. Yes. It yeah. takes a while for him to get to 100%. Yeah. First it's 80, and then it's 85, and then it's 87. Like, it's a slow, it's a slow build. Yeah. But yeah, he gets to 100% hyperspeed and is like, boop, boop, congratulations, you've achieved hyperspeed. And then there's, like, confetti in yeah. his... Autopilot. Uh, eject confetti. Autopilot, yeah. And the cat's like, <coughs> really? That was unnecessary. <laughs> And then they come back down, and there's confetti all over the inside, and it's a it's a wreck. And he, he's like, I did it! He try, goes to land at the landing strip, but he's moving too fast. Mm-hmm. And then he sees, like, there's laser shield over the settlement. He's like, okay, what the fuck? And then ends up kind of half crash landing in the forest outside of the settlement, which has the scary vines. Yes. So he beats his way back. To the settlement with the, beating the scary vines back. Also, one of my favorite lines, he's look at the, he looks at the cat and he's like, wasn't that great? And the cat's like, I am terrified and I regret having joined you. Like, <laughs> yes. It's it great. And they crash land outside and there are robots. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck are these robots? And he gets pulled down by another like space ranger person. Yeah. As a robot throws like a little disc on his ship and then taps it and the robot and the ship disappear. He's like, wait. What the fuck? I needed that ship. And so 
there's a he notices there's a giant ship above the planet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh shit! When did that get here?" Yeah, and the human that grabbed him is like, "Yeah, they they do that and they put it on it. It's the Zerg." And they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, they're robots, but all they can say is Zerg, so we just called them Zerg." So right, and we call the ship Zerg. We call everything the Zerg. It's fine. Um, and they just, anything they think is interesting, they put a little tracker on, smack it, and it gets beamed up to the ship, we think. Like, how long has that been happening? And they're like, oh, you know, like a year. No, it was like a week. Oh, a week. It was a week. Pretty soon. Yeah, it had just started happening. Um, also the ship has like, or the city has encased itself in the laser shield and no communications getting in or out. And the cat like kind of spins its head around and goes, that is correct. I cannot contact the city. He's like, okay, so what's the plan? She's like, oh, we have a plan. Like... We're meeting over here. Right. Me and this elite force of... Uh, yeah. We've got an outpost. It's a ragtag group of people. Right. Right. And he's like, I thought you were like an elite space force. And uh, they're like, no, we were just like happened to be out here well, when all this shit went down. So they, they kind of introduce themselves as like an elite force. And he's like, all right, cool. I can work with this. What's your plan? It's like, well, we're going to go up and we're going to blow up that ship, which would... And activate all the robots, and then we'll be fine. And he's like, oh, sounds a great plan. And as they're describing it, the robot breaks through the wall of the outpost and grabs Buzz. And this is when we get to see the the elite fighting squad. Mm-hmm. And they suck. They're not great. They're not great at it. So, uh, worth mentioning, so there's Izzy. Right. Somewhere in there, it was... Hawthorne. Uh, yeah. He was like, oh... You're, you're Buzz Lightyear? You're the, the Buzz Lightyear? And he's like, yeah. Uh, you've heard of me? And he's like, yeah, I, did, I didn't think you were coming back this time. And they're like, how long have I been gone? And he's like, oh, you know, like 24 years. Oof. Like, it was a real long time this time. Big jump this time. And she's like, I'm Izzy. I'm Hawthorne. She's like, oh, you're Hawthorne's granddaughter. She's like, yeah, I guess so. Like, living mm-hmm. up to that. Thanks for that piece of slight invalidation that I'm not my own person. Cool. Uh, but also, he's a million, and all his friends are dead. Right, and that is course, his frame of reference. And of course his frame of reference will be your grandparents, because like that's all the people he knows. Right. Uh, and then we meet uh, an older lady whose mm-hmm. name escapes me. Uh, Darby. Darby, yes. And I definitely thought it was Aquafina, but it is not Aquafina. No, it's not. She's she's fine, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a, a tall, lanky dude. Right, I don't remember his name. But I'm going to call him... Taika. Taika? Because it's Taika Watiki. It's Taika Watiki's voice. And it is perfect. He is. <laughs> <laughs> so my kids are now like, oh, that person is from uh, New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're pretty good at recognizing New Zealand voices. <laughs> they are. They really are. Um, so there's that. So um, they're setting it up. So when... Z- he gets yanked out. They're all trying to fight off the robot. And Taika's character is trying to, like, shoot harpoons at it, but, mm-hmm. like, keeps missing. And Buzz is like, what? And Izzy's like, I don't know what to do with guns. And all the guns we have actually only have training ammo, so, like, they're basically paintball guns. Right, and this is Darby. She can make anything explode with, like, three things. And also she's, as a condition of her parole, tro- parole not allowed to touch a weapon. Mm-hmm. What? It's, I mean, they're they're not wrong on that. And I'm like, oh boy. So somehow Taika manages to harpoon the robot in the head enough and everything goes right enough. Right. They just barely save him and they count it as a giant victory. And they're like, did you see that? I was amazing. I will never die. And 
Um, they're yeah, they're kind of terrible. But also up on the ship, there's like a little readout of all these like green robots, and then mm-hmm. one turns red and turns off, and the Zerg commander's like, "What's that?" I'm gonna head down there, and so he like gets in his ship, and Buzz like goes back into the outpost, like, "Okay, who are you really?" Like, okay, so we're actually, like, a junior patrol. Like, I'm only, like, 22. I'm not really a rookie yet. I'm just, like, I was taking some training classes for, like, college credit or some shit. And that seemed... Right. Like, and Taika is like, well, I thought this was going to be, like, a fun, like, exercise thing right, that like, I could like, do. And like, a boot, like a boot camp workout uh, thing. It is not that. It is definitely not that. And then, um... And Darby's on parole. The, the Toby, there's, like, as a condition of my patrol, that parole that I, like, get this out of here. This is my community service. This is my community service. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, We're so is, screwed. We're so screwed. Um, and then there's, like, also, like, a can robot. And mm-hmm. they're like, what's his story? He's like, he's, uh, not the best. He's like, around. He's around. And so they're like, all right, so what are we going to do? And they're like, obviously our outpost has a broken down wall, so it's not really functioning as an outpost. We had a ship, but that got blown up in the process. So we have this car. Where can we go and get another ship? And they're like, oh, there's another outpost. And the robot's like, I can give you directions. And like, wheels over this map. And it's like, you want to go here? And then, they- oh, no, you don't want to do that. No, here and then maybe, okay, maybe not there either. And like, while it's giving directions, Buzz is like, everyone just get in the fucking car. Let's just... Let's just blow. Let's just blow. I I know the direction. I think we can get there from here. And so they take off. It's the worst awkward road trip. Buzz is pissed. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is trying. Like, right. Izzy's like pumped. Like, she's like, yes, I'll finally be a space ranger. Like, let's do this. Darby's like, yeah, whatever. It beats the, it's in a cell. And, <laughs> and Tyka's like, I, like, don't want to be alone. Like, that's the only reason I'm here, is that, like, it was either come with you guys or get left in an outpost alone. By myself. And so, like... This, obviously, is the winning choice. So, I hate every bit of this. I'm really scared, but let's get it done. But I'm here. I'm done. So, they get to this depot, and Buzz is like, all right, well, I'm just going to go off my own, get in the ship. I'll do the whole, like, fly up there, blow up the ship thing. And they're like, I mean, we thought we would be with you. And he's like, yeah, no, no. No. Buzz I don't, I don't need alone. you. Yeah. And he's getting ready to walk in, and he notices, like, the whole room is, like, filled with, like, egg sacs for these bugs. Ugh, yes. It's gross. And um, they're walking in, and he notices, like, first off, there's a relic. It's the XL-1, the first of the ships that he tried to go into hyperspace. Uh, plus, a like, old bunch of old-school Space Ranger uniforms, like, typical Buzz Lightyear uniforms. Mm-hmm. This is weird. And um, Taika Watiki is, like, shows up. And he's like, wait, why are you guys here? He's, Taika's like, um, you, you have the keys to the truck, so I need those. So I'm going to take them. And he, like, drops them and he, like, grabs them real quick. And it causes the alarm on the truck outside to go on. Mm-hmm. And all the bugs wake up. Right. He's like, oh. He's like, oh, no. So um, they lock the door real quick. And so they're locked in and all these bugs are outside. And he's like, okay, well, fuck. So here's what we're going to do. Everybody, I hereby deputize you, your space rangers, get on the uniform. Mm-hmm. And so they all get dressed up in the, like, white and green and purple Space Ranger uniforms. Right. Ready to go. 
Like, we use stealth mode. And so they turn on stealth mode, and Buzz runs for the ship, and the other guys run for, like, the truck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Buzz is like, all right, I'm almost there, and the timer's almost up. Oh, shit. I forgot to tell him about the timer. And they're, like, dancing through the forest, like, you can't see me, but, like, blah, 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 like, you know, kicking bugs and then running away. Like, they're not being fast, because they didn't realize that there was a timer on stealth mode. Mm-hmm. So... Stealth mode runs out, and they, like, it's hijinks, because they're now surrounded by carnivorous bugs. Right. And instead of being who able Who they pissed to, off. Yeah, who they were taunting. Uh, and so instead of being able to run to the truck, they end up running into, like, Buzz's ship that he had commandeered. Mm-hmm. And getting in there, and just in the nick of time, and Buzz takes off, and it's all covered in bugs. So he, like, guns it, and they all kind of fly off. And he's like, okay, well, that fucking sucked what the hell are you guys doing? And they're like, that was awesome! We almost got eaten, but then we didn't. So, like, right. win-win, right? Hey, I'm alive! So, um, they get out of there, and, like, they're gonna head to space to shoot the big ship, and that's when he finds out, like, Izzy's afraid of space. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, astrophobic, or whatever they call it. Right. And Taika space her nervous. is about to throw up in a bag, because he's motion sick. And also, um, Darby's like, this is awesome, whatever. Right, I could put any three things together and make it explode. What do you mean to do? Uh, but they get shot at by, like, the ship, like, flying by them real fast. And they get shot at and they end up having to crash land on, like, the dark side of the planet. And they're like, what the hell? And there's an obvious commercial break. Yes. I miss, I kind of miss obvious commercial breaks. Where, like, the whole TV, the show fades to black. Yeah, it's kind of funny. And then it fades back up, and they're like, and, you know, Buzz is kind of shaking the cogs about his head. He's like, socks, damage report. And the cat's like, um, actually, all points considered, not that bad. Right, right. But, you know, like, not great. Not great. We did blow a fuse, basically. It's a little coil. We need to find a new one. I don't know how to make them or where to get an extra. There's no extra fuses in the fuse box, like, uh, in your car. Mm-hmm. So, gotta figure some shit out. But once we get that fixed, we should be able to go. And one of the um, rookies is like, hey, there's a mining facility, like, right over there. I bet they have fuses. Right, the they have fuses. And Kev's like, that's correct. Let's, let's go into it. So, bing, bang, boom, we're going to break into the mining center, steal fuse, get back. Right, easy peasy, in and out. 20-minute mission, what could go wrong? Except they get into the, like, control room of the mining facility, and these, like, red laser cones show on them, because they get detected by the security process, Mm -hmm. and they're stuck, like, they're... Right, they walk, and the laser cone follows them around. Yeah, and they can't get out of the laser cone. Because they can't touch anything through the laser cone. Also, they can't, like, there's, like, a step up out of the the facility, mm-hmm. and it's the like cone... A, it's like a sunken uh, yeah. jail. Yeah, living room, kind of, like, control mm-hmm. room. I wish we had a sunken living room. It's, those are Do fun. you? No. I would probably <laughs> trip every time. Also flooding. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Um, but, anyway. Right, right. But, you know... Uh, I would turn into a ball pit as well. I'd be very tempted. 100%. 100% a ball pit. All the time. All the times. Um, but 
they have to do some shenanigans and combine their cones and work together, of course, mm-hmm. to end up um, breaking out of these cones and escaping with the cat and the coil and getting out of there. And just by the skin of their teeth, they... They do it. They do it. Yay! Um, Buzz almost doesn't make, make it. it. He's almost like, go on without me! But they manage to, like, grab his hand and get him up at the last possible second. And um, everybody's celebrating. And he's like, why the fuck are we celebrating every minor victory? Like, you guys are... You, you realize we just almost died, right? Like, But we didn't die. And that deserves to be celebrated. And Tyke is like, oh, look, a vending machine. We should go get sandwiches. And so they go and they get sandwiches. So he gets a sandwich... And then the the vending machine falls through, like, off of wherever it was, like, exploded off of the thing. He's like, I got sandwiches for everybody. And he is so unaffected by, like, oh, my God, I almost died. (laughs) Blissfully unaware. Um, One thing to note about these sandwiches is they're built backwards. So there's meat on the outside, then, like, a piece of lettuce, then a piece of bread, Mm -hmm. and then a piece of lettuce, and then a meat. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and Buzz is like, what? Why would you do this? And you're like, because more meat to bread? It's like, no, we used to put the bread on both sides and the meat in the middle. Oh, that's too much bread. That's way too much bread. And it's like, but your fingers are all, like, wet. And he's like, yeah, juicy fingers. It's part of the fun. And he's like, look at his fingers. <laughs> <I'm a sandwich. laughs> Buzz is like, this is the weirdest thing. He's, he's like, like, so how, how long have you guys made sandwiches this way? And they're like, oh, forever. Yeah. It's like, how long did you used to make sandwiches like meat, bread, meat, bread, meat? Like, or bread, or meat, bread, bread. bread. It's like, I mean, also, also forever. forever. Like, huh. Weird. Interesting. And as they are talking, uh, Watiki, Tiki Watiki, knocks socks off the table and he lands on his head and is out. Right. He was, he was like plugged in. Like charging or something. And or they like knocked him off. And they're like, oh no, socks, say something. And he's like, I need a reboot. He's like, like, oh, oh thank God. God, I almost killed Socks. He's like, I almost killed everybody. He's like, yeah. And Buzz is like, has a moment of like, yeah, I almost killed everybody too. And they're like, wait, what? The great Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. And he's like, when I was in Star Command, I was terrible. Like, yeah. But no, nobody is born being good at being a space ranger. Like, this is all skills you have to learn. And like, he gets really dangerously close to saying like, and I crash landed the ship. Right, but he doesn't. But he backs off of that at the last minute. And he's like, all right, well, okay, like, we, we're we all a team-ish now. Like, I, I get you, Misfits. I'm a mm-hmm. Misfit, too. Let's go on. And then Socks reboots and shows a video of Hawthorne setting up Socks. Right, and it was like, hey, Socks, you're going to help my friend Buzz. Like, he's out there in space right now, but he's going to come back and he's going to help us get off this planet. And like, you yeah, know, all home. he deserves someone to listen to him too. You yeah. know. Buzz has all the feels and then you get back to Chip and he's like, oh, this is so... And then Zerg attacks. Mm-hmm. It's the big Zerg. The like, big Zerg. The one that looks like Zerg. The um, Emperor Zerg. Yep. With the robe and the, like the weird, like, helmet-y uh, robot head. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's you a good know. look. It's a good look. And... So him and Buzz and Zerg are fighting, and Zerg knows Buzz's name, and Buzz is like, wait, what the fuck? And then Darby shoots the Zerg, mm-hmm. and um, 
they run out and they get back to the ship and the cat's like, I need five minutes to install this coil. And Buzz is like, I don't think we have five minutes. Like, well, you have hover mode. Like, just like start hovering and like try to get away. And so all of these robots start landing all around them and they can fly after the ship. And so like they've got the back of the ship open. They're shooting robots and trying to escape. And the cat's trying to do everything it can. Um, and there's the cat's like, all right, I'm almost ready. And so Buzz is like, all right, let's count it down. Five, four, three. And then like Hawthorne goes ahead and like punches it real quick. And instead of launching, she ejects the mm-hmm. fuel cell onto the ground, which causes the ship to like crash. And, and the also robot- the fuel cell is missing now. And so like they see the robots grab it and like zap up. And Buzz is like, that was it. That was the shot. Mm-hmm. And this is it. Like, there's nothing we can do now. Right. I have no plan B. And Hawthorne is like, fuck, that was my fault. And Buzz is like, yeah. Yeah, that kind of was. Like, the opposite of what Hawthorne did to him. Where he was like, yeah, you made a boo-boo. And right. like, yeah, we're fucked. But like, you gotta just get back up and move forward. Because like. Keep living life or whatever. Well, just keep keep working. He should have done that to Hawthorne. But he, he didn't. fails. Because he was not a good space ranger in this moment. Yeah, and so Hawthorne tries to apologize, but Buzz is like, totally takes it hard. He's like, oh gosh, my mission's like, over. like, I just need to be alone. And so as he's moping, this hand shoots out of the darkness and grabs him. Mm-hmm. And it's the hand of the giant robot. And then they just both teleport away. And all the, like, ranger's like, what fuck? And on the on the ship, like Buzz tries to escape, and he's like trying to beat Zerg. He's like doing bad flips over him and trying to like win and stuff. And then the and Zerg is matching him like fight for fight. Yeah, just look perfectly able to counter him. And then Zerg opens up, and it's and Buzz is like, Dad. He's like, <laughs> No, sorry, I'm you. And he's like, Wait, that no. Does not compute. What? He's like, yeah, yeah. Turns out I went even further in the future, found this really crazy robot tech, which was able to come back in the past where I could find you and, like, do some crazy timeline shenanigans. Right, and now, and now we, you and me, together with this, with this crystal that uh, ejected from your ship, we can change the past. We can make it where we never landed on this planet. Yeah. We can make it where you never crash landed and you escaped. Like... We can go back to, to the before it. and fix it all. And, you know, like, Hawthorne will be a space ranger again, and none of these people will be marooned on this planet. And, like, it'll be so much better. Also, the cat is there. Also, the cat is there. So, like, half of its face is blown off for some reason. Right. Because, you know, uh, this... Little brown tear over 60 years. Well, and um, he is like, but you're, you're, I thought you were, you know, Commander Zerg. And he's like, oh, yeah, these robots can't say Buzz, so they just say Zerg. And then I just ended up Zerg, you know, and they're like, dun, 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 you are both the hero and, and the, villain. the villain. So I feel like they maybe cribbed this from Lego Movie 2. Uh, sure. Maybe not. Sure. I don't know. Or Back to the Future 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. All, all of the great, all of the great time travel movies. 
So on the ground, we catch up with our junior patrol, and they're all feeling bad that they failed. And Hawthorne's super feel feeling bad because she like can't live up to her grandma. And they're like, yeah, like we can't even live up to ourselves. So like, I can imagine how bad it right, must feel. Right, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Dead grandma, you can't live up to. That's a bullshit right there. So, um, they go kind of. Back to the ship, and their ta- buzzes are talking. And Buzz, one's like, our Buzz, mm-hmm. not future Buzz. Um, young Buzz. Young Buzz is like, you know, I mean, honestly, this wasn't that bad. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, we failed the mission. It's like, yeah, but like, everyone here found something and had a life. And like, we would be, if we go back in time and erase all that. Right, then they don't get to live any of that life. And like, Izzy's never going to be born. And like, that seems wrong and wrong-headed he's like yeah but we won't fail the mission like right and uh commander hawthorne isn't it gonna miss any people that she's never met i mean that seems like a german word right i'm sure there's a german word for, for missing people you haven't I met yet i'm sure there's also a german word for like being hungry and not wanting to eat any of the food in your fridge japanese have it <laughs> um it's called my mouth is lonely yeah well that's different that's i'm eating because I'm not hungry, but my mouth is lonely. But I want the I want the word for I am starving, but I cannot bring myself to eat any of the food in my house. <laughs> I think that's called depression. <laughs> oh, we do have a word for it. Nah. Yeah, it's not a good word though. Um, but like it really just establishes like Buzz Two is like a super old Buzz is like a super haunted regretful right, spiteful all, man all he does is have nightmares about this one mistake over and over again and buzz younger is like i mean maybe i need to learn to let some shit go or else uh maybe this is not good right right and eventually he's like i think you're wrong like mm-hmm. um yeah yeah hawthorne was never a space ranger again but she mattered like she had a wife and a kid and a family and like a community she cared about like she mattered she didn't maybe matter in this, like, you know, hyper, like, capitalistic, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Society. Right. You know, where you have to, like, produce, produce, produce. But, like, she mattered. Yeah. Her life was important. And to it at was least. A, and it was a good life. To at least four people we know of. Right. Five, if you count, her son's right. spouse. right. Which we do briefly see. So they're like, yeah, these buses like having a whole thing. Then we bounce back down to the rookies, and the rookies are like, oh, gosh, this is not what I wanted. Like, I didn't want to be stuck out here in a life and death situation with you guys. And like, Tyke is like, um, actually, technically, this is not a life or death situation. It's just a death situation. Well, good for you. Good for you, because it's not life or death. It's just death or death. And as Hawthorne's like moping, like her, she rips her Hawthorne badge off and throws it on the ground to symbolize she's like her. like not worthy. And it blows, and she sees a little disc. It's one of the little teleportation discs, and she's like, oh, "Guys, mm-hmm. I got a half brain plan." Right, I think I know how we can get Buzz. And so she puts that disc badge thing on the ship. Everybody loads up on the ship, and she like smacks it, and boop. They and appear they on the Zerg ship. up to the Zerg ship. So now everybody's upstairs on the Zerg ship. And so 
Buzz 2, we come in and he's monologuing about how he's great and he's going to fix everything and the timeline's going to be saved and everything's great. And then the cat, like, future cat. Mm-hmm. Socks with half, half, a, half a face. Opens his mouth and you hear the kind of hair... Bu- hairball sound well well they have a whole altercation old old and new buzz where uh mm-hmm. or yeah old buzz and young buzz and young buzz is like mm-hmm. i think you're wrong i i like i can't join you on this i'm sorry i have to go and uh and then old buzz is like well then you'll have to die <laughs> yeah like he's like <laughs> but he like gets a real monologue about it and this is where the cat like you hear the like cough well, noise. and it's a- it's after old buzz threatened to kill new buzz that, that the cat that is socks like, the cat was like fuck this and you hear it and all of a sudden old buzz falls over and cat just looks at him and is like i bought you five minutes and he's like we really got to talk about that whole thing all right, let's He's go. Like, but I like I like this new version of you, Buzz. Let's do this. And so Buzz is like, all right, so here's the plan. We can use this ship. We can recall the robots. We can, like, maybe figure out how to use this ship to get everybody back home. I don't know. Like, make it up as we go. But, like, Buzz, old Buzz's plan is not going to work. And um, Buzz 1 ends up on the bridge trying to figure it out when Buzz 2 shows back up after five minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're yelling at each other, and Buzz Two wants to know where the crystal is, because that was what they were using to fuel the like time reactor. Right, and it's the only one of its kind. Right. So Hawthorne is got present day socks, young mm-hmm. socks, with her, and he's like tracing down Buzz. He's like, "This is weird. I found two symbols. Oh well, uh, must be some interference." And then he's finally like, "Oh." That's where they are, and it's a cross, like, this ship has, like, all kinds of different protuberances. Mm-hmm. So they're in one protuberance looking across at another protuberance, and Hawthorne's like, how do I get there? And he's like, well, there's an airlock here. You can just, like, bounce off, maybe? I don't know. And she's like, but then I have to go into space. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of scary. I get you. But, like, you know what's even scarier? All of reality being dismantled <laughs> by this one crazy Buzz Lightyear. So, like, maybe suck so it maybe the fuck up. suck it up. And so there's a fight scene of Buzz on Buzz, and there's, like, this whole panic scene with Hawthorne, young Hawthorne, who finally does get in the airlock and, like, blow herself out of the airlock and is going on a perfect trajectory towards the airlock by the bridge where the mm-hmm. Buzzes are fighting until one of the Buzzes notches the control stick... And the ship moves. Right, right. And then she's like, oh no, I'm just going to keep going in this direction forever. And um, she ends up like bouncing along the bottom of the ship and like grabbing at antennas and then almost loses socks and has to let go and catch him. And she's like grabbing on the last antenna and socks his tail. He's like, you saved me. She's like, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know why. You're just a fucking robot. But, like, <laughs> But you're my robot. So, um... She um, gets in, and as she gets in, Buzz to you know, old Buzz is being really aggressive and has the upper hand, and she's able to, like, shoot his robot hand off with some sort of gun that she has, and then it's a whole, like, thing where Buzz, old Buzz is, like, defeated, and Buzz, young Buzz is like, all right, I'm turning on the self-destruct for this ship, and then, like, let's get the fuck out of here. And meanwhile, there had been this whole subplot with Taika and Darby trying to sabotage a hallway. Yes. 
which they failed to do pretty much significantly, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and so it was a pretty in- inconsequential uh, B plot. So they end up setting the self destruct, and Izzy's got another one of those little pucks that she's able to use on the two of them to beam them directly to the thing. The B plot, Darby and, and Taika, end up like setting off an explosion and bouncing themselves into the ship. And then they're able to fly out and um as like they're getting to the ship, the the big ship explodes. Mm-hmm. And the ship that the rookies are on is like falling through space, unpowered, unmanned, like in bad shape, because it doesn't have the fuel core. Right. Meanwhile, like Buzz sticks the fuel cord in his old ship. Mm-hmm. And like has to fly through space, catch up with them, and then ejects from that because Zerg is a, like hanging on it. Right, right, because it didn't kill him after all. And then ends up like you gotta have a whole fight on a side of an airplane wing. Yeah, it's great. But as they're like, as he's chasing the, the what they call the armadillo, the other ship, he pulls the eject on his spaceship to mm-hmm. leave that behind, figuratively and literally. And as he ejects out. All of a sudden, the ejection seat pops out, and there's wings on his back. This is where the wings come from. Yeah, and he's like, ta-da! And so you know, there's like a hero shot of the wings extending. I can fly, not a flying toy. Yes. And he ends up going to the front of the, the armadillo thing to slow it down as it's landing and helps them mildly crash. Mm-hmm. And the rescue team arrives, and the old lady's, like, ready to, like, throw down. And, like, the the ship, the big Zerg ship is, like, crashing and burning all around. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone's like, yay! And you it's, like, us. fully, like, Ewoks in uh, Star Wars 4. Yeah, 6. 6. No, 4, six. 5, 6, yeah. Yes. Um, my favorite piece of math on that was someone did the math on how heavy Death Star 2 was. Like how much mass it would have contained, mm-hmm. and if you deorbit that much mass, all you know in the space of a few weeks, let's right, say, right, um, you basically end up cooking the whole planet. Right, it's bad. It's, it's real bad. Real bad. There's a lot of potential energy with something at a geostationary orbit. Right, we would not be celebrating. No, I mean, like there'd be some really cool visuals for the first couple of minutes, and then it would start to get real. Shit would get very real. And then, like, you couldn't come back to it in, like, episodes 8, 9. No, no. No, there would be nothing left. Anyway, so Buzz ends up meeting up, you know, they get kind of surrounded by the rescue crew slash zap team that kind of arrest them. And Buzz ends up meeting up with Hawthorne. um, And... You know, having a moment where they're like, the crystal's gone. He's like, yeah, but you know what? Maybe I'm home. Maybe this is fine. Like, Right, right. Maybe, maybe I, I should maybe just I stay my life here. here. And the Zap team arrives and Buzz is like totally arrested. Mm-hmm. And the commander's like, listen, here's the deal. Um, you obey, disobeyed so many orders. You st- right, you stole a spaceship. <laughs> you are in so much fucking trouble. I can't even explain it, but here's the deal. I'm gonna... You also defeated Zerg. So, like, that's not nothing. 
who like you didn't tell about being you. Like that that is definitely something you leave out of the Yeah. I defeated Zerg, who also maybe was me from another timeline. Oops, sorry. Sorry, my bad. Um and he's like, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna restart the Space Rangers. You can have any pack of the Zap Patrol to start the program again, and you can be the commander and you can train them, it'll be great. Right, and we're gonna we're gonna this will be a home base and we're gonna send out base Space Rangers out. And maybe we'll head back home. And like, maybe towards someday Earth we'll head and, back home. And, and tell him what's up. He's like, that's fine, but I've already got my team. And he looks at the, you know. His ragtag group. Yep. And so they go back and they get new uniforms, which are basically updated versions of the Space Ranger uniforms. Or they slightly shinier. They might have Shiny. pockets. They have like silver on them and stuff. <laughs> and they're walking by and they see the statue of Hawthorne, the original Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. And they all stop and like. They all have different feels, because, like, first off, Taika and Darby are just like, yeah, that's... Some old lady, lady. whatever, cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, Hawthorne, recent Izzy. Yeah, it's like, I went to Space Grandma, I did, and it was amazing. And like, I'm going to be a Space Ranger just like you were. Like, I'm so proud. And, and like, you'd be so proud of me. And then Buzz is like, hey, babe, I'm sorry. Like, I missed all your life. Like, I realize... I realize now. Now, you're, you weren't trying to get me... To stop you're just trying to get me to slow down and realize where i was and i'm going to do that in your honor yeah peace cheers. out and then there's like a signal out in space we need the space ranger galactic or universe defender corps to go out and investigate and like yeah we're on it it's a secret mission in our space yep and so they they rule out and that's but it's the okay. end except it's not the end it's not because there's some there's some after credit credits. There's a credit scene where the commander is sitting in his office and you see this bug flying towards him and then it just like poofs. He's like, like laser shields, shield. motherfucker. Uh, and then there's a second credit scene of like our square robot that was trying to give directions, being like mm-hmm. still trying to give directions, not noticing everybody's gone and the movie's over. And then there's a third credit scene of Zerg out in the debris. From where he had tried to hijack Buzz's ship. Right, and he's like, I'll get you, Inspector Gadget! Yeah, he does have that feel. Yeah. Like, um, mm-hmm. oh, what was that, Dr. Claw? Dr. Claw? Professor Claw? I don't remember I think his it was name. A doctor. I think he had graduated from yeah, evil he, school. Yeah, he went from... <laughs> he, I did not slave for four years for my evil doctor to have people call me Mr. Claw, sir. Thank you. Or Professor. Yes. But, uh... So, what do we learn other than there's probably going to be a sequel okay, so if it did I okay, which it did not. No, if Buzz Lightyear learned his lesson. Because immediately he's like, oh, I understand you're trying to get me to slow down. You know what I'm going to do? Rock Go to space. space. <laughs> at, <laughs> like, at I, I feel like there were zero lessons learned. Uh, but but maybe he's going to take some people with him this time who will also be unmoored from the existence. Maybe he will learn to ask for help. Because that was another thing. It's like, you have to learn to ask for help. You have to depend on your team. Was another uh, lesson. Maybe he learned that lesson. But One not but not to slow down and like, you know, enjoy the life he has. No, he definitely did not learn that lesson. What lessons did you learn? Slow down uh, and enjoy the life you have? Yes. Take hikes. Yes. I'm Sit good. in hot tubs. I'm good. I'm actually good at that. Like, I'm the least ambitious person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like a hobbit. Like, I'm just like, I don't want any of this crap. This is fine. I'm fine. I don't want to go I, on adventures. No, this seems hard. I don't want to do it. I want to go on guided tours. Right. I want can I want a food tour. 
want to eat 11 times a day. You're for it. So <laughs> someone pointed out um, that some of the most detailed and elaborate passages of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings books involve meals. Yes. Which it, basically makes it turn into like one of those food blogs where right, you have to where skip to Where you just like jump to the end. You're like, I don't care about you fighting the dragon. I just want to know how to make this pie. How do you make Limbus? God That's what it. I want to know. <laughs> I just want the pie. Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly. It, it, it checks out. It checks out. It checks out. Tolkien did, was Did you learn time. anything in this uh, film? Uh, that, like, merchandising is a powerful force. It's true. Because it apparently can create a prequel out of nothing. I mean, yeah. And, uh, I don't know that this would have been the best... Honestly, yeah. ...movie for an eight-year-old. Like, I don't know, I don't know any eight-year-old would be like, this is my favorite movie! No. Like, in and of itself. So, it tries really hard to kind of portray itself as a Star Wars, but since it's, like, animated... Like, if this was a legit live-action kind of sort of half-gritty Star Wars-y kind of movie... Okay, sure. I think you could maybe make the case. Mm-hmm. But it's a super kind of slapsticky animated movie. Where it's, and it's very slick. Yeah, it's, it's a very It's a very slick shiny. Uh, movie. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't quite pull off the... But also, my eight-year-olds like weird fucking stuff. So, like... Oh, yeah. Sure. You know, like... Do I see this as being, like, the big blockbuster that every, like, eight-year-old kid is, like, enamored enamored by? No. Not really. Do I definitely see, like, some eight-year-olds who are super into it? And you're like, I mean, sure. But, like, eight-year-olds have weird hobbies sometimes. Indeed, they do. So. Where they're real into Dolly Parton. (laughs) I mean. Who is delightful. Uh, again, we got to watch that episode of the Orville where she comes back as I mean, either some sort of CG representation of a deity. Yes, I think that's what it is. But also, but also her. Also her, which I mean, if you're an artificial version of a near deity like Dolly Parton, I mean that checks out. I mean, you know what? Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not I mad. Mean, I mean, I quote her on the "It takes a lot of money to look this trashy." It's true. We're not, we're only dealing with about 80% original Dolly at this point, I think. <laughs> She's like a cyborg. She's never going to die. She's like the Golden Gate Bridge. God, I hope so. <laughs> Same. Anyway. On that note. Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. <laughs>